Hello, friends, and welcome to the No Bad Shifts podcast, a show for nursing students, new nurses, and all those in healthcare devoted to helping others and making the world for patients a better place. I'm Nurse Suda, your host, here to offer nursing tips, stories, motivation, and conversations with some of my favorite healthcare professionals so we can better learn to collaborate to make the hospital a more positive and supportive environment. Remember, with the right mindset, you really can learn from every day, and there really are no bad shifts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of No Bad Shifts. I'm Nurse Duda, and today I wanted to do a counterpart to the intentional start to your day. So just as much as I feel like intentionally starting your day with certain mindsets or rituals or routines, I think ending your day in a similar fashion allows you to protect your energy And to really create that safe space inside yourself that is completed the day and is now going back home into your real everyday life. As nurses or nursing students, I think we have so much going on all the time in our days. We are so busy. We are involved in so many people's lives that sometimes it's really hard to distinguish what is your energy versus what is somebody else's. And I think if we're not mindful of that, it can be really easy to let other people's emotions or stress kind of absorb right into your own life. So I have worked really hard at creating very clear and healthy boundaries between me and work. So today I wanted to give you a few ways to emotionally and physically put the day down, like how to really feel like when you are leaving work that your work stays where it does and you get to leave and take your nursing hat off and you get to go back home and be you with your own personal life and your family without carrying work with you. I just really think as nurses we get swept into so much. We see other people, of course, at their worst, overcoming really amazing things, going through stages of grief and feeling anger and sadness and denial. We hear very intimate conversations between parents and children and siblings. These people trust us. They ask us our opinions and they almost involve us as if we are a part of their family and going through whatever it is they're going through. I have been there when family members make the decision to put a patient on comfort care or hospice, and they look to me to see if that's the right decision. I have held a patient's hand while they tell me that they realize they're dying and they're not ready for this and they don't know what to do. I have been in the room when a patient was told that they have terminal cancer and there really are no treatment options for what they have. And then that doctor leaves, and now I'm the one in the room as they actually process what they were just told. I have sat in on a family meeting that a mother and a girlfriend was told that their loved one went into cardiac arrest and is essentially being kept alive by machines and medications, but that they are brain dead and will never wake up again. And then I heard the scream as that information actually set in and became a reality. Some of this stuff is really heavy. 
And while I think, of course, it's important for everybody to be able to disconnect from their day and their job, but as nurses, I think it is absolutely essential that we learn to be able to do this in a healthy way because the things we see and experience are just not normal to the everyday person. Especially for those of you that are working in the ER and the ICUs or working with the babies or children, I just really want you to be able to have healthy routines that enable you to be able to disconnect and live your life without carrying all of the burden that we feel in our jobs. Because I'm sure you can think of all your own stories that you have seen and been a part of or family members have involved you that were a little heavy on your heart and your nurse soul. And being nurses, I think it's natural for people to want to involve you in these things. And of course, I think that is like such a special experience to be invited into. But sometimes the line gets blurred of like, what is somebody else's life? And how can you contribute to that and feel like you're being of service and being therapeutic and not actually absorbing those feelings and taking them on as your own and carrying that with you into your own life. I don't know about you, but I very much identify with being an empath. Maybe this is something that you already believe to be true for you. Maybe it is something someone has told you before, or maybe it's something that you never even really looked into, but really might resonate with. Empaths are people who have a really strong emotional awareness to what is going on around them, other people's energy, other people's feelings and emotions, and really being able to pick up on that and basically being able to empathize with that and feel what somebody else is feeling. Empaths are typically described as highly sensitive people. They have a strong intuition. They generally truly just care for people and want to help others and are usually really great at listening and offering advice. So yes, of course, empaths find themselves in specific kind of careers like artists, psychology, life coach, guidance counselors, social workers, therapists, doctors, and yes, of course, nurses. Whether you feel like this idea of being an empath resonates with you fully or not, I still totally believe that it is so important for us to be able to separate our work life and our days in the hospital and on the floors and what we see and what we experience and keep that separate from our own personal life and home life. I have worked really hard to build healthy boundaries with work so I can go home and take what I need from the day and what really feels a part of me and appreciate it and learn from it and give the attention where it needs to but then also to just be able to put the day down we don't take our patients home they are not our family and they are not actually our friends yes of course we care about them they are our patients for the day or for the week or maybe their whole hospital stay we advocate for them, and sometimes we feel like we are their family, and we are their support system, and I think that's a really beautiful thing, and is something that makes me absolutely love being a nurse. 
I love my patients, no matter what they have going on or how they're acting. And I love being able to be there for them and to support them. And at the same time, I think it's so imperative that we are able to distinguish and separate that part of us as a nurse that's there for them and then protecting our own energy as we go home and we just go back to being us as individual people. So something that I strive to do every single shift to really separate my patient's energy and my own energy is to very intentionally say goodbye to each of my patients. As I am finishing up my last med pass or my last rounding, and I know I probably won't be in this room again because I finished all my tasks, all their meds are passed, I really make a point to just take a few seconds to be present with them and just say like, hey, I just wanted to let you know I am getting ready to leave soon. I'm here until 7.30, so if you need anything at all, please let me know. But I did want to say that it was such a pleasure taking care of you and I hope you get out of here soon or good luck with your surgery tomorrow or I hope the procedure goes well or good luck at rehab. You're going to do really well. And I usually leave every patient by just reminding them to just hang in there. I think sometimes people could just use a little bit of positivity and I think it's just a nice way to just wrap up my day and my time with them and hopefully just leave them on a little bit of a positive note. So I'm going to hit you with a little bit of nursing history because obviously I'm that nerd, but I don't know if you remember in nursing school learning about Hildegard Peplau. She was one of the pioneer nurses that developed the interpersonal relations theory. So basically, she was like the mother of psychiatric nursing and really put a huge focus on the therapeutic relationship between the nurses and the patients. So basically, Peplau's theory helps to very clearly identify roles and boundaries and distinguishes the different phases of interaction that we go through while being someone's nurse. And what I find so special about this theory is that she brings that human aspect into our role as the caregiver. She acknowledges that we provide that therapeutic support and that we take into account not only people's physical health, but also their mental and emotional health, which really makes your patient so unique. And so basically, she defines these phases as the pre-interaction phase, the orientation phase, the working phase, and the closure or termination phase. Now, I think this is something that we all probably naturally adopt in most relationships in our life, and we probably do it without even thinking, especially as a nurse, because I'm sure we all walk into work, we get report from the previous nurse, which is the pre-interaction phase, we walk into the patient's room, introduce ourselves, orientation phase, and then we spend most of the day in that working phase caring for them, giving them their medications, sending them to tests and procedures, listening to them, providing that emotional and physical support. But I do think oftentimes we forget about this termination phase, which is clearly severing or disengaging the relationship. I remember in nursing school, I had a wonderful clinical instructor for my mental health rotation. And I remember her placing a very large emphasis on this phase of caring for our patients because she reminded me that 
that these patients see so many people throughout the day. They see doctors, they see therapists, they see nurses, and we just all constantly come and go and come and go. And oftentimes they meet somebody, they start to feel safe and open up with them. And then before you know it, someone new is already walking in for the next shift. And they were never clearly told that the daytime nurse or the night shift nurse was going to be leaving and they were going to be getting a new nurse. Now, I think most people understand that this is how the hospital works and maybe people don't take it to heart so much. But she did explain to us that some patients could be really hurt by that because they feel like they weren't clearly communicated with and they might actually feel abandoned by the end of the shift. And this just always really stayed with me and I just really tried to adopt this into my practice every single shift. So I feel like I'm able to have that moment with my patient and tell them that I am getting ready to leave, to thank them for letting me be a part of their care and that it was very nice meeting them and that I probably won't be back the next day and I explain that I'm a floating nurse so I don't know where I go the next day but I go to so many different floors so I probably won't see them and that way they know that this will be it. And at the same time, I think this is a really, really beautiful opportunity to just share that moment with your patient because there has been so many times that I am saying goodbye to somebody and they also take a moment to say thank you to me for the little things like thanks for taking me for a walk or thanks for helping to get those pain meds ordered when the doctor wouldn't listen to me or hey I really appreciate you helping me to call in my lunch since I haven't eaten in like three days or just thanks for helping me to get washed up and to brush my teeth. And I've realized over time that some patients also really appreciate showing that gratitude. And I can usually hear the little things that we do throughout the day that really do make a difference to the patient. You know, these patients have a whole team coming up with their treatment plan and doing various procedures. But what we do as the nursing staff, I think, is so special. We get to spend all day with them. We we learn about their lives, we learn their kids' names, we see pictures of the grandchildren and of their pets. Sometimes they really open up to us about their fears or the stresses that they're taking on in their own life. And I think sometimes they really just appreciate a moment to be able to say thank you for that. And I've had so many patients say, thanks for letting me know you're leaving for the day. It was really nice meeting you. And even if the patient isn't alert or fully with it or awake and and there's family at the bedside, I try to say the same thing to them so they also feel involved and in the loop. And by doing this, there's this part of me that feels like I am acknowledging our whole day together and closing it out. And before I leave that room, while I'm doing this, I feel like whatever energy or emotions I adopted or carried for them throughout the day, it's this opportunity for me to be able to return that to them in a loving way. So I no longer have to carry that anger or resentment or that anxiety or sadness that they're feeling. And I don't actually have to take that home with me. And it really does feel like it completes this circle of our relationship. And I feel like I'm able to leave that room knowing that I did the best that I could for them today. And I let them know that they can now expect another nurse to be coming in and starting that whole cycle all over again. So the next thing that I always make a point to do to really help intentionally put the day down is 
while I am giving report to the next nurse, I also think about passing along any energy that I feel like I picked up throughout the day and kind of passing it along right to the next nurse. So of course, yes, I am giving a full report and telling them about the patient, why they're here, what they have going on, their assessment, and of course their plan. But in my mind, I almost visualize passing any of that like internal energy right onto them. And when I'm done and ask if they have any questions, I put a big X through my paper. This is something I've seen a lot of nurses do. And of course, it's a great way to make sure that you actually do give report on all of your patients and don't accidentally leave without passing one of them off. But at the same time, it feels like I have told the next nurse everything that I know, things that I think are important, any social issues. And once I'm done, I feel like I gave them all the information. I gave them all the energy. And now I can give a nice big X and I am done then. And it feels like that helps me to just close out the rest of that relationship with that patient. This, of course, is a very simple practice, but I think with the right intention behind it can really help you feel like you are really putting that part of your day down. And finally, the last thing that I always make a point to do is before leaving the unit, I make sure I empty all of my pockets. In 12 hours, it is pretty amazing the things that we acquire, we pick up, we put down, and how much of it just somehow seems to end up in all of our pockets. And of course, the last thing you would ever want to do is take home any medications or anything that's supposed to stay on the unit. But at the same time, I make a point to empty my pockets of all my routine stuff, which includes like my black pens, my colorful pens, my scissors, my whiteboard marker, my carpet jet, any alcohol pads, IV caps, flushes, and I put all of these things into one specific compartment in my book bag. So the next day when I come in, I am ready to just grab everything from that pocket and put it in all the appropriate places, and I'm ready to start the day. By doing this, I mean, for one, this ensures that not another alcohol pad finds its way in the laundry and ends up in your lint collector in your dryer, or that a black pen also finds its way in the laundry and ruins your favorite set of scrubs. Back when I used to be a regular staff nurse on one floor and I had a locker, I used to do the exact same thing. I would go to my locker. I had a little magnetic locker basket from like five below that I would put all my pens and markers into. And then I had a second basket that I'd put all my alcohol pads and flushes into there. And then every day I would take my work sneakers off and switch into my regular life sneakers. And I feel like I was ready to go home as just me. Again, I think with the right intention behind this, you can really feel like you are putting the day down, physically removing anything that is not yours to take home, and anything work-related will stay right where it belongs or contained in a nice bag or pocket, but when you leave, you're just leaving with just you. So whether you decide to adopt any of these routines as your own or not, I do invite you to intentionally craft your own end of shift routine or put the day down routine or just a way to clearly tell your mind that 
work is done and it's time to leave any emotions or stress or frustration right where it belongs and that it doesn't actually have to carry into your personal life back at home just as much as it is so important to develop healthy boundaries with people in our lives, I think it is just as important to do this with our work because we are not our jobs or our titles. So whatever it takes for you to be able to have a healthy separation between these two things, I encourage you to do it because the last thing we need right now is for more nurses to feel burned out because of what we are experiencing in our days. Things are tough. And I feel like it is getting harder, which means it is even more important now than ever to be able to protect ourselves and our morale and our nurse spirit so that when we do walk into work, we can feel energized and excited to be there without carrying the emotional burden that has built up shift after shift. Because I just want you to be able to love your days as a nurse, be present, and to really feel empowered to make a difference in your patients' lives. So go take good care of yourself. Leave work where it belongs. Reach out to me at Nurse Duda on Instagram and let me know what helps you to separate from work and how can you leave the day no matter how stressful or overwhelming it is. And as always, I hope you guys have an amazing day and may you find light in every shift. Until next time.